TalkZone.com. Now, TalkZone presents Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. It's a passionate yet lighthearted look at the world of sports, featuring the coach, John Cohn, and the big dog, Joe Radwanski. They'll recap the games from yesterday, look ahead to the matchups tonight, and cover a lot more in between. Now, Two Guys and a Mic on TalkZone.com. We do welcome you and thank you for joining us here on a beautiful Friday in the fine city of Chicago. Two guys at a mic, guy number two today, not the big dog Joel Radwanski, but uh, it's been about a month. Yeah, about maybe a month. a month and a half. What am I talking? We've only been on the air for a month, so it must be a month since we've had Brady Stiff sitting in uh, guy number two chair. Brady, great to see you, my friend. Thank you, Coach. Thank you for having me. It's a great Friday. It's a nice sunny day, not too cold, but. Uh... My car door was frozen this morning, so that's not a good thing. You have to uh, come over to my house and actually park in a garage. <laughs> it is a luxury, I will tell you. Well, we've already got the two cars in the garage, and my car ah. being the uh, the third car, okay. the, ch- the child's car of the uh-huh. family gets left out in the cold. So you being the good soldier, yes. letting your mom, letting your dad yeah, park yeah, yeah, in, the dr- right. in the uh, garage where they can be warm, that is true. I don't know you that well, but clearly... You are up for a son of the year candidate, well, or son, son of something. They owe me some nice Christmas presents then, because when I get in the car to drive anywhere, mm-hmm. especially first thing in the morning, yep. I freeze for the first 10 minutes of the drive because yep. the car is so cold that you know everything's in there is, is fogged up because it's so cold, and I get in there mm-hmm. and can't see, I'm freezing, shivering, mm-hmm. they owe me. We talked about it this year, uh, or we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, I am uh, not getting any Christmas presents this year for anyone. Really? I have decided I'm trying to get a following. Very, Taking a stand? Very few people have jumped on my bandwagon, but that's kind of the story of my life. But nevertheless, I will carry the bandwagon solo if I have to. <laughs> I'm taking a year off from Christmas. What about Festivus? You could have Festivus for the rest of us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> what the heck is Festivus? It's Seinfeld. You know. You got it right. Huh? You, you saw that Seinfeld episode? I probably haven't. You haven't? No. It's where uh, I think it's uh, Kramer okay. and George's George's dad okay. uh, decide to resurrect Festivus, which is mm-hmm. a holiday that the Costanza family celebrated a <laughs> long time ago. There's a poll involved and an uh-huh. airing of grievances. It's, uh-huh. it's a good episode. You should you should take a look. I might have said I've seen Seinfeld <laughs> bits and pieces here and there, but uh, yeah, I've decided to take the year off. I'm not very popular at home. Right now, not a lot of kids are following my particular bandwagon. Many adults uh, wish they would, yeah, but yeah. they don't have the cold stone cojones to do so. But I am leading the charge. I'm taking the brunt right now, saying that I'm taking this year off. And in fact, my new policy or my new um, amendment to the Christmas Constitution, I would like it to become like the Olympics, where Christmas becomes every four once years. every four years. Well, or every two years, because you know you got a winter and a summer I, you Olympics. Know what? I could almost live with once every two years. I think you could say you could save up enough money to have a really good Christmas once yeah. every two years. Yeah, or to get in the holiday spirit. I love the holiday spirit. Yeah, I'm really not a Grinch. I am not a grouch. I'm not a, a mean spirit, but it just comes too often. Well, and, it almost and ruins it, the it, excitement. It doesn't help when radio stations start playing Christmas songs oh. in the middle of November. It's not yeah. even Thanksgiving yet. Yes. And, and people sometimes have their Christmas lights up mm-hmm. all year round, you know, and it's just sometimes, yeah. yeah, I can see where you're coming from. There's too much I Christmas always, spirit. I, but... I, I send out some of the meanest teenage kids in the neighborhood. <laughs> I actually go out and buy them eggs and toilet paper <laughs> so they can egg and teepee. And I send them to the first house in the neighborhood. 
that puts the Christmas lights up. It's well, one that, of my holiday traditions. That that would not be my house. Huh? In fact, uh, my house this year, we made such a feeble attempt at Christmas lights. We have the front of our house <laughs> is we have it's, we have got like a front yard uh-huh. and there's one section of our yard we have like five. I guess you call them stakes in the ground that, okay. that that light up, and that's it. That is it. And I make fun of my parents all the time for our feeble attempt at the uh-huh. Christmas spirit. You know, again, I don't know, I don't know you that well. I don't know your parents at all. But having said that, a little particular story, I feel a certain affiliation, a certain affinity with your parents. Yeah, Which, I mean, by the way, their names are Mister and Missus Stiff. That's right. Because your right. last name is Stiff, and I kidded you last time on the show that when your dad was like, you know, checking into a hotel. Yeah. You know, how many looks did he get? All right, uh, name sir, uh, Mr. Stiff. All right, buddy. Yeah, and he's working on his yeah. doctorate, so he'll be Dr. Stiff. Yeah, there you go. There, I'm sure you've heard all the jokes. Oh, I, I, I have not. Got. I've heard every joke that yeah. can possibly be made. Oh, I don't know. If any listeners out there, Brady's saying, and you're a young man of 20 what? 22. 22. I'm going to guess there's probably some abuse that you think you... You think you've heard it all? I'm going to guess you probably haven't. Any of our I, listeners? I would love to hear some new jokes. Any of our listeners would like to throw some uh, stiffisms out there, if you will? 888-463-6748. If you want to stiff it to the young man via the email, you can do that at Mike2Guys. It's M-I-C number two, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Any jokes, any sarcasms, any witticisms, any downright criticisms, Brady is uh, being well paid to take those. Well paid, huh? We can negotiate that, <laughs> yeah, right? You didn't get the memo, huh? <laughs> didn't get that one. Oh, goodness. All right, we got a football Friday. Lots to talk about here in the city of Chicago. It's Bear Packer Week. We call it Packer Week up in Green Bay. They probably call it Bear Week. Probably. Uh, it's a big NFL weekend of football games, so good ones out there. And uh, what, we got three games left? Uh, yeah. Four games left? What well, are we? this is week, what, 14? Okay. So 14, 15, 16, 17, four. Uh, four games left for the backstretch. Many teams fighting for their playoff life. Should be fun to watch uh, in a lot of games in cold weather this weekend, Brady. Uh, yeah, and one last night, actually, the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. Wow. A little bit of a shocker, although the uh, the Steelers not playing like uh, not playing like a Super Bowl champion team. Mm-hmm. Uh, they go down for the fifth straight game. It was unbelievable. Yeah, it was, they couldn't get anything going last night. It was just mm-hmm. uh, I was flip- flipping between that and the... Uh, the Syracuse-Florida college basketball game. And uh, as the game went on, you just got the feeling that the, the Browns were going to hold on, and it wasn't it wasn't going to matter what the Steelers did. They couldn't mm-hmm. get anything going. Yep. Did not watch the game, but uh, absolutely shocked at the Pittsburgh Steelers under what I think is one of the best coaches in the NFL. they got a great quarterback. Roethlisberger was back in action. Mike Timlin, their outstanding coach, five Consecutive losses. They started off what six and two. Six and two, and now they're six and seven. And I, I don't know. Can that ship be righted at this point? Are the Steelers out I, of the playoffs? I, I think they're done. I, I think um, they showed the playoff scenario last night, and they are on the very edge mm-hmm. of they call it in the hunt. And they're now six and seven. I, I don't see a way in which they make the playoffs. I mean, they're two and four in their division. Uh, so they've lost the tiebreaker to the Ravens, who are already ahead of them. So I don't think there's a way they make the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we've seen this before. The last time they won the Super Bowl, I think it was 2006, uh, they didn't make the playoffs the next year either. So I guess the Super Bowl hangover theory is well, is coming true. But usually isn't the theory was the loser of the Super Bowl. Well, nobody, I thought I mean, that was the... No, I think the winner of the Super Bowl, really? usually. Yeah, because, I mean, the Colts in... Uh, was. 2007, mm-hmm. they made the playoffs the next year, right? Um, I always thought it was the loser of the Super Bowl would tend to plummet 
the following year. It certainly happened to the Rex Grossman-led the, Chicago Bears. Yeah, yeah, the very well. essence of plummeting yeah. after the uh, Super Bowl loss. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I guess maybe maybe this is an an anomaly, mm-hmm. you know, with the Steelers. But um, is anomaly good or bad? It depends. I don't like in, when this college situ- kids start using big words. <laughs> in this situation, it's bad, obviously, uh-huh. for the Steelers. I mean. Yeah, I mean, Roethlisberger's gone through a couple of concussions this year. And, and he got sacked. I didn't see oh the game God, last night. got sacked eight times? Yeah, something so like that. So the guy's coming something off like a concussion. That. Yeah. The doctor's not wanting to play the week before. He comes back, and I would question, boy, I, you don't want to come back too soon from a concussion. No, I mean, if no. I'm Ben Roethlisberger, take – I know you're getting highly paid. Your teammates are counting on you. It's a concussion. But he, he's the franchise quarterback. I understand that. It's <laughs> yeah. your brain. Uh, that, that's it's my your point. mind. That's, you can walk around like Mike Ditka with a limp. And you could live a happy life. So. That, that's that's my point, though. He needs to take that into account and realize that his future, especially with this franchise, is more important than winning now. You know, I, I mean, obviously they they play for this season, mm-hmm. but you can't put your career in jeopardy with this team because they're counting on you for a long time mm-hmm. to come. And forget about the franchise, even on a grander scale, your family, yeah. your wife, your right. kids, and and you, right, your life. You know, I mean, you want to have your mental faculties about you, so I don't think you mess with that. And then the poor guy gets sacked eight times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, offensive line. Well, you yeah, got a quarterback with a concussion, some, protect him. Give some credit to Rob Ryan, though, the Browns' defensive coordinator. He was coming from every which way on blitzes. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had guys, their, their defensive line, nobody was down. Nobody knew where they were going to come from. Mm-hmm. Give give credit to Rob Ryan. So, I mean, speaking of Rob Ryan, I'm going to check with our producer, David Olson. David, thumb up or thumb down. Any chance Rob Ryan scheduled to be a guest on today's show? We got a thumb down on that. How about uh, Green Bay Packer quarterback? Aaron Rodgers in town to lead his Packers. Thumb up or thumb down uh, scheduled for today? No, he's not scheduled yet. How about the Chicago Blackhawks uh, first place? First place Blackhawks have a big game at home this weekend. Any chance, give me a quick thumb up, thumb down, or Jonathan Taze, maybe, God forbid, a Christopher Stieg scheduled for today's show. Yeah. Uh, he, he, oh. gave me, he gave me something up, but it wasn't a thumb. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for oh. 3 on a Friday, I coach. will gently take that as a no, Brady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, goodness. By the way, Brady, if you're looking for work, we may have an assistant producer's job open. Is that right? Doesn't pay well, but the perks are great. <laughs> We're going to find you a female intern. Is that there a good enough go. perk? There you go. By the way, for our female fans out there, I'm assuming single and hopefully no, still available. No, not single. Not single. Not single? No, nope. Got a girlfriend. What? What? She's listening, too, so... Did this happen since the last show? No, I've had it. Same one. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> Our female listening audience. You I know, know, they're we're, so we're, disappointed. We're trying to hang on for every listener that we possibly can. <laughs> you have a significant other. Yes, yes. But the knot has not been tied. No. So there is still hope. There's still hope. All right. Still hope. It's all we can offer our listeners, David. <laughs> we offer them hope from 10 to 11, Monday through Friday, each and every uh, That's right. Each and every weekday. It's about 57 minutes of hope, if nothing else, here on thetalkzone.com. You want to dial it up, talk some football on a football Friday, 888-463-6748. Any good jokes about Brady's last name? We'll take those on, too. His name is Brady Stiff. Mr. and Mrs. Stiff, his parents, he said he's heard it all, folks. He said he's heard every possible line. Everyone. I am willing to... Venture a hope, anyways. Venture a guess that our TalkZone.com people maybe can prove to you that you haven't heard all right. it all. I, I'm ready and willing to take on the challenge. 888-463-6748. You can email us at Mike2Guys, AOL.com. Big games across the board. We also uh, have a brand new coach for the Fighting Irish of Notre Dame. That's right, Your Brian thoughts, Kelly. Mr. Stiff. 
I think uh, they got their first choice, and that's what they that's what they needed to do. Uh, you know, last time around they didn't get their first choice. Charlie Weiss was, I think, their third or fourth choice, and Brian Kelly is probably the hottest coach right now uh, as far as taking a, a mid-level program and making them into a BCS caliber team. Second year in a row, they're going to a BCS Bowl. They're undefeated. They're probably one second away from playing for the national title. I mean, this is Cincinnati football. They're not known for their football. They're known for as more of a basketball school. So I think Brian Kelly is not necessarily the, the best coach because he's kind of the same philosophy-wise coach is Charlie Weiss, you know, offense, you know, they give up a lot of points on defense, and that's what Charlie Weiss was sort of exiled for is, you know, not being able to stop anybody on defense. So I'm not necessarily a Notre Dame fan, but I'm not necessarily a Notre Dame hater. Uh, but hopefully Brian Kelly can uh, stick around there because it mm-hmm. seems like that job is becoming a death trap for coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just seems like it's where coaching careers go to die. And which is odd because it used to be, right. you know, one of the great coaching era Parsegian held it, I think, for like 72 years. Yeah. Or it just seemed like that. Lou Holt, longtime coach at Notre Dame, too. Got any Notre Dame fans out there? You want to talk about your new coach? Very few people are in, in the middle when it's Notre Dame. Either love them or you hate them. I, I kind of like them when they're down. <laughs> but then when they're the powerhouse that everybody's talking about them, that's when I hate them. So I kind of, right. oddly enough, bounce back and forth on them. I thoroughly enjoyed though seeing Charlie Weiss era fall apart because, uh, and I felt bad for the players, but just the coach himself was so arrogant when he came right, in. Right, yeah. Well, right away he asked for that extension. Yeah. And uh, when he hadn't done anything. Well, he 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 had done a thing. He had done something. He take them to, what, two BCS mm-hmm. Bulls or something like that? Yeah. And then he asked for this extension right away and then fell flat on his face. The only extension that succeeded, I think, was when they put three more notches in his belt. That's right, yeah. He did get an extension there that didn't pay nearly as well. A couple of comments real quick here on Brian Kelly. One, watching the new Notre Dame coach, coach at Cincinnati, I don't think I've ever seen a head coach who more actively pursues players and other coaches during the game and goes after him and argues with him and criticizes him. And, boy, you know, his record of success, Grand Valley State, then to Central Michigan, and then to Cincinnati, and you painted the picture perfectly. You build Cincinnati? Yeah. A basketball school into a football powerhouse? Three years in a row, not one and done. Right. He's done it three consecutive years. You're one heck of a football coach, no question about it. But I just think all that ranting and raving on the sidelines, Brady, to me, that would wear thin after about a game or two. So I worry about that. and some Part of it is good though because that's holding players and coaches accountable. You know, you get you have to be. Football is, is the ultimate team game because if you guy if you have eleven players doing their job, you're going to be successful and do, doing their job yeah, well. You're giving the company line up, but if yeah, you're if you're sure, a quarterback, but, you come off the field after throwing a third down incompletion. You know, you don't need the coach. At least I don't think you need the coach every single time you throw an incompletion coming off the field. No, not not every single time. But if he makes a bad read. Or, you know, throws the ball high when he th- should have thrown it low, you know. Then I think, you know, it's demanding, demanding perfection almost. And I think if you strive to be perfect, then you're going to get good results. Because if you strive to be perfect in practice, if you strive in the wintertime, in the summertime, then it's going to pay off in the fall. Mm-hmm. And holding players accountable is something that I think a football coach needs to have, especially at the college level. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, at the professional level, these guys know what they need to do to get ready. But at the college level, you're dealing with 18, 19-year-old kids who are coming 
from high school programs where they were the star and they got everything they wanted. Mm-hmm. Now they're coming to a college program where they're not the best anymore and they have to learn how to be the best. He does that with his uh, coaches too. And apparently yeah. they've developed a relationship, especially his offensive coordinator, who I think he's going to bring to Notre Dame. And I forget the guy's name now. He's going to coach. Yeah, Cincinnati in the bowl game, but he'll they'll, they'll, they'll argue back and forth during the game, mm-hmm. or he'll you know yell at the special teams coach. But maybe they just got that relationship and uh, whatever it is, it obviously has worked. Yeah, clearly it's worked. I mean, they're twelve and zero. Last year they were uh, I forget what their record last yeah, year was. Eleven one. Yeah, they went game. to a BCS bowl and uh, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. That's unbelievable. Yeah, not, not the Bengals. The, yeah, the Bearcats of Cincinnati. Yeah, so, basketball uh, school. Yeah, basketball school. His recruiting classes kept getting better. At Cincinnati, and he coached that mediocre recruiting class to 12 and 0 this year. Mm-hmm. Imagine what he's going to do recruiting Notre Dame, mm-hmm. where it's a college football mecca. You know, these kids dream of going to Notre Dame uh, when they were younger, and now he's got a national pool of recruiting talent, uh, so to speak. Whereas Cincinnati, he may have had to focus on Ohio, which that's a very good high school football state. Um, but Cincinnati probably doesn't have the national reach that Notre Dame does. Mm-hmm. So I would imagine he's going to recruit much better at Notre Dame than he did at Cincinnati, and hopefully for him that, that will parlay over onto the football field. Right, Brian Kelly, your new coach at Notre Dame. Again, any ND fans here at a football Friday check-in? Love to hear from you, 888-463-6748. When we come back from the break, we're going to do uh, Beat the Schmoes. Beat the Schmoes. Our football prediction game. Brady, I know you were up late last night, you... Told your significant other, your fine female lady friend, to uh, take the night off so you <laughs> could concentrate on your three That's football right. picks. That's right. My I three hope she's, football picks. Yes. I hope she's not jealous. Is she aware that we have paradise in the studio? Uh, I don't know. I don't know if she's. I don't. I don't know if she knows about. Oh, that. you didn't tell her about no, it. I, I don't oh, know if I told her about that. Oh, that's not good. I don't know. That's not good. An open, honest relationship is best. <laughs> Our producer David Olson will be uh, the first to tell you that. Happily married. Happily married. Six years. Good for him. Yeah. He's been married 18 years, but happily for six. Well, <laughs> he's a good sport. Good sport. And hey, real quick, uh, to final comment. By sheer coincidence, by sheer coincidence, I was talking to someone this morning and didn't even remember, but they were from, the family's from Cincinnati. Uh-huh. Okay. And I'm talking about a completely different subject, non-professionally related, and she brings up the fact of, hey, what do you think about the Cincinnati team? And she relays to me... The conversation, the thought processes coming from the folks in Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. And again, this is heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. Mm-hmm. But according to her, she said the people in Cincinnati are extremely upset with Brian Kelly. They're extremely upset with Notre Dame. How could Notre Dame take our coach away? Couldn't they wait? Now, I happen to think that's a little bit of a naive viewpoint. Right, yeah, but, yeah. you know, and insisting that their coach comes up, couldn't they at least let him coach? The bowl game, and I tried to tell her I think that's Brian Kelly's decision, mm-hmm. but the point I'm trying to make is the folks in Cincinnati are upset about this. And again, this is hearsay, secondhand. Heard it from a friend who heard it from a friend. She said that what her parents heard at the banquet, the way Brian Kelly described it to his players, now get this, I want to thank you guys. I want to thank you guys for allowing me to get my dream job. Yeah. It's it's it comes off now, it if, comes if, off if he as, said that Brady that that is not a good message. It comes off as he used the players, used the program to get to the next level. And at some point you have to understand that Cincinnati is right now a stepping stone to the big programs but, because that's what it is. I mean right yeah, now it's what it is. But you don't make that comment. Yeah, I, I agree with you. But at the same time 
these players who are upset with him, these parents, these fans, they have to understand where their program is right now. And yes, Mm -hmm. they've had several great seasons in a row, but they have to continue that success before they become a national powerhouse. Well, I understand that, but they don't have to accept if, in fact, and again, hearsay, secondhand, we don't know how it was said, but if, in fact, his primary message, I'm going to guess he really didn't come off this way, but but the thought that, you know, hey, you know, thanks, guys, for doing so well, now I'm able to get my dream job, that is not a message that would come off real well right. if I was a parent right. of one of the players. And I think what they're also upset about is when, you know, he said, oh, I'm going to stay at Cincinnati, I'm working on a contract extension with Cincinnati, and then as soon as, yeah. you know... He jet sets over to Notre Dame, and mm-hmm. I think that's. I think they were upset about the way he handled it, but they have to understand it's a stepping stone mm-hmm. right now. Uh, there it is, Brady Stiff sitting in two guys and a mic. We're right here for you. We'll take a quick break. It's the TalkZone.com Football Friday and beat the schmoes football predictions. When we come back, David Olson, our outstanding producer, back in a minute. Open for your calls on Two Guys and a Mic. Call 888 Go For It. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And once again, it's a football Friday, and we bring out our highly popular. We're not able to get it into a um, game for this holiday season, Brady, but next year for the holiday season, people will be able to shop. We hope they have it out there. The first edition of the home version of the Beat the Schmoes football game. There you go. Does it include Paradise? Uh, no. 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 Does that come separately? You have to supply your own dice. There you go. Okay. We're not giving away the beautiful and the lovely paradise. For the new fans just joining us, uh, Beat the Schmo, other shows, of course, by Beat the Pros. Right. Here on the TalkZone.com, two guys and a mic, it's Beat the Schmoes. Well. And I know, Brady, you are proud to be a guest Schmo today. Very proud. I think I went two and one last time, if I, uh... If I do say so myself. You know what? You don't have to say so because we have an outstanding record keeper, one of our fine female interns who have since quit the show. We've lost like four (laughs) female interns already. Is it every week that that happens? You know, it seems to be we're averaging about a loss of one female intern (laughs) per show. I can't quite figure it out. (laughs) Uh, So we got a job open. If you're a female intern, you want to jump on board, the job will only last a week. Can't kill you. 888-463-6748. You were indeed two and one. The host overall are five and four. Okay. Okay. Um, I went zero and three the first week. Followed Oof. that up with a stellar one and two. Uh-huh. Bounced back with an zero and three last week. One and two. So I'm a collective two and ten on the Oof. season. Coach, you got to improve. You got to improve. And in my previous show, you know, which lasted about eight years, I was overall pretty good. 
Yeah. But here on the talkzone.com, beat the schmoes have been absolutely brutal. And we alluded to, and we, you know, it's a little bit of a joke. Mm-hmm. But we also prove a point. We had the beautiful, lovely paradise, which literally is a pair of dice. Yes. We spin the dice 50 50 chance of Brady over the years and over the four weeks we've been on here. Paradise does as well, if not better, than anybody else. That is astounding. You'd think that great minds like us, or not so great minds, whatever way you want to look at it, would be able to beat a, yeah. a pair of dice. Six and three in three weeks. That's she took a week off. Six and three so far. All right, so you're you're going to try to take on the paradise. Yeah. Any of you uh, folks out there, you want to beat the schmoes if you're able to do it. That's paradise. Myself and young Brady Stiff today. You win a fine prize from our extremely limited prize vault here at thetalkzone.com. Maybe a lunch with our producer David Olson. There you go. Not sure if that's a winner's prize or a consolation prize. I don't know. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> no, There's we'll send you a gift certificate, maybe. But one thing we will do is at the end of the year, all the people that have beat the schmoes, uh-huh. we're putting their names in a hat. $100 cash giveaway. There you go. Okay. Now, you know, we're uh, a small like show. We're not ESPN. We can't give away thousands, but $100 not bad. Not not bad at all. I would I would take that. Not bad. 888-463-6748. Dial it up. Or you can email in your picks. Any three games, high school, college, or pro. You want to go to the Army-Navy game? There's lines on high school games? Huh? There's lines on high school we games? We are the only show to put lines on the high school <laughs> okay. football game. <laughs> all right. And very proud of it. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know if there's any high school games left, think- but we do that. Uh, Army Navy this weekend. You got what? Grand Valley State taking on North Missouri State. Division two championship. You want to pick some college games, NFL game. Any three games against the spread, pick the winners, try to beat the schmoes. It's fun for the whole family. That's right. That's right. Especially at the holiday season, you know, family fun. <laughs> Even though you're not doing Christmas this year, you can still engage in a little beat Boy, the schmoes. Give me the shovel. It's getting awful deep in here. I've already done it once this year. Thank you very much. All right. Uh, Brady, uh, I know you did your research. Did some research. Three picks, you are our shining schmo, so I'm expecting great things oh, from you. Oh, good. Well, I'm going to start off right here in Chicago. Uh-oh. And the, uh, the lowly bears hosting the Packers. I don't like the way you said lowly. Well, I mean, can we really call them anything else? I'm predicting uh, five wins in a row and a shocking trip to the playoffs. I think you might be the only one, but I'll let you, uh, let you go off on your own tangent there. Um, <laughs> I've got the Packers. The Packers, the line is the Packers by three, and I, I don't think they're going to have a problem covering this. So I'm going to take the Packers there. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the game it's of the week... It's fair weather, though. It's, oh, God. <laughs> Are they going to run the ball 38 times again? <laughs> oh, love most, it. One of the most oh, overused my, phrases yeah. in sports, certainly in Chicago. It's fair weather! I hope they don't use that excuse this yeah. week because the Packers, they know how to play in cold weather, yeah. too. I remember 1986, the year... I think it was 86, the year after the Super Bowl year. Yeah. Bears and the 49ers and the... And I think it was the NFC Championship game. I uh-huh. might have the year off by one, but I think, I think that's it. And, you know, bear weather. 49ers right. come to town. Right. It's bear weather. We're going to knock them off. 49ers, 47, Bears, 10. You know, so that was the end <laughs> nice, of bear weather. Nice. All right, continue on. Uh, let's see. I'm going to go with the possible game of the week. No! No? No? I'm saying no in advance. Oh, okay. Uh, Cincinnati at Minnesota. Oh! Game of the week. Come on. The Bengals surprise oh! team. Don't the Vikings. Wow. Uh, since or the Vikings by six and a half. What? I'll take the Bengals here. I'll take the Bengals here. I think the Bengals uh, can get it done, and I want to see Chad Johnson or Ocho Cinco uh, take that Viking horn like he says he's going to do, and uh, try to use the Viking <laughs> horn. Has he been trash talking this week? Oh yeah, he 
he got fined what thirty thousand for using that sombrero uh, last week or two weeks ago, and he said this week he's going to take the Viking horn and, and do what uh, with it? Try to use it oh. after he scores a touchdown. Okay. I was going to say and stick it where the well. sun don't shine. <laughs> so we'll we'll see how much his fine is for mm-hmm. after he uh, does right. that. But I'll, I'll take the Bengals there, and then uh, Philadelphia at the Giants. Going tough. This is a tough game. The Eagle, the Eagles have a tendency to play down to their competition, and the Eagles have a better record than the Giants. Uh, but the Giants, uh, they've got they're favored by one point. I'll take the Eagles here. I like Donovan McNabb. Mm-hmm. I've always liked the Eagles the way they play offense. Um, I, I think they they find a way to win games mm-hmm. when they shouldn't. So I'll, I'll, I'll take the Eagles there. There it is. Young, up-and-coming radio sports talk professional guest schmo today on the show. Brady Stiff picking Green Bay. Cincinnati and Philadelphia beat the schmoes. You want to compete with him, win a possible $100 cash prize. You could do that. Dial it up, 888-463-6748. Email us at Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Paradise has had two consecutive 3 and weeks, Brady. Oh, Mike. She started off 0-3, oh six consecutive wins. The White Dice is the home team. Uh-huh. Green Dice is the visitor. You are here to witness it. Again, I hope your uh, lady friend at home is not jealous. And just in case, I am holding the paradise. Okay. I'm All not right. going to let you spin it. But <laughs> I will let you uh, throw me out three games. All right. Any three games you want to pick. All right. Let's go with uh, Miami and Jacksonville. Who's home? Uh, this would be Jacksonville. All right. We got Four on the green dice, white on the one dice. She loves Miami. There you go. Over I, I like Miami, too, in that game. All right. Well, I, you, I, uh, I picked Miami over New England last week, and that came to fruition. So I'm You and Paradise can hang out together on the beaches of Miami. I'm sure the two of you, I'm oh, sorry, the three of you would be very happy. <laughs> Fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> What's uh, next? Let's go, uh, let's go uh, Carolina at New England. Wow. Uh, New Who's England. Home? New England is the home team. Two on the white dice, one on the green dice. She's predicting a defensive battle, and she defensive likes... Defensive battle, close game. She, she likes, likes New, New England. England. There you go. Sharp lady. Uh, hey, what lady's not going to pick Tom Brady? Uh, right? I mean, yeah. Paradise always goes for New England. Uh, let's see. New Orleans at Atlanta. Woo! Could be a trap game, although I don't know if Matt Ryan's going to play, but uh, if he does, it could be a trap game mm-hmm. for the Saints. And who's the home team? That would be Atlanta. Five on the green dice, Uh-oh. three on the white dice. Paradise Uh-oh. going for New Orleans. Right? Uh, The visiting team. Yeah, that's right. That's right. right. Paradise. She likes the Saints to stay undefeated. Do you think they can go 16-0? Can they? Can they? Yes. Likely, no. I think both Indy and uh, New Orleans are going to get beat. I think Indy wants to get beat because I think they, you know, and I have a lot of respect for the way the Colts run their organization. Uh, I went to school in, in Indiana for four years, and I got to watch a lot of Colts football, and I have a great respect for Peyton Manning. Uh, Tony Dungy for a long time was their coach, and now Jim Caldwell is continuing the success. Uh, I just have a lot of respect for the way they play, mm-hmm. a lot of respect for the way they carry themselves on and off the field, and I think they are probably the classiest organization in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they stay out of trouble. Yeah. You don't read about players mouthing off, shouting out their mouth. They're kind of quietly successful and consistently successful mm-hmm. over a long period of time, which is not easy in the NFL. Right. And I think Peyton Manning will go down as the best quarterback in the history of the NFL. Wow, it's a strong statement. I, I really, I truly believe that because the way he, the way he manages a game. I mean, you could put him on the one yard line with two minutes to go, and he'll score. Mm-hmm. His own one yard hey, line. It's amazing to be as vertically passing challenged as our Bears have been. Yeah, for so many years. I mean, folks, if you're listening outside the city of Chicago, it's 
hard to appreciate it. Maybe if you're out in Seattle right now or Detroit, you probably can. But for us to complete a 15-yard pass over the middle it's is like hallelujah. Yeah. It's like the skies yeah. have opened. The sea is parted. Yeah. It's un- and, and Peyton you don't, Manning. You don't see it in Chicago, but in no, Indianapolis. But it, it, every day, every series. Yeah, yeah. On a regular basis. Now, I know Peyton Manning's good, mm-hmm. but is he that much better than Jay Cutler? Are the Indianapolis receivers that much better than the Bear receivers? Or is it, if I have ar- is it as I have argued, on the past five weeks on this TalkZone.com show, that a lot of it is the system? That the Bear system is sophomoric? And archaic, those are the two words yeah. I used. And Indianapolis is quietly sophisticated. I think I think it's a combination of both because Peyton Manning, he's been in that system his whole career, and he knows it so well that he can manipulate it on the field to where he knows where he's going with the ball before mm-hmm. the snap. And, I mean, if you can get to that point and you have that kind of chemistry with your, with your receivers, he's got two rookies. I don't know. Well, I'm not sure if they're rookies, but Austin Colley and Pierre Garçon. Mm-hmm. Who are who were unknown before this season, and now Garcon's getting more balls thrown to him than Reggie Wayne, and Austin Collie's contributing as well. So if you can spread the ball around like that, if you can trust your receivers like that, I mean, mm-hmm. you're going to be successful. And Peyton Manning's proved it year after year after year. All right, some solid insight on Indianapolis Colts football undefeated. They got four more games to finish it out at 16 and 0. Same thing with the New Orleans Saints. Big football Friday here on the TalkZone.com. Should be some great games. We're playing beat the schmoes among other things. Real quick before we head to a break, I will make my predictions. Keep in mind, folks, if you're putting any money down, I am two and ten. The last three weeks. I just want to put that disclaimer out there. Then again, I'm due for a turnaround. You are, yeah. <laughs> it, it's it's about time because there's you. four weeks left in the season, so you better, you better get it going. Thank you for being gentle <laughs> with me. New York Jets at Tampa Bay. The Jets favored by three. I'm going to pick the Buccaneers at home, playing better of late. In the warm weather, Tampa Bay over the New York Jets. Seattle. The Seahawks and the Houston Texans. Texans got to give up six points. I'll give up ten. I'll give up twelve. I think Houston catches fire after a disappointing loss last week. The Texans over the Seahawks. And finally, it may be the best game of the day. I love this matchup. San Diego. The Chargers at Dallas. The Cowboys. Good matchups. Contrasting styles. A lot of star power here. I'm going to take it. This might be the first time in my Beat the Schmo history. That I've ever taken the Dallas Cowboys. Uh-oh. But I'm going to pick the Dallas Cowboys. In December, you're going to take the Dallas Cowboys? Going to give up three points. Uh, it's a tough call, but I'm taking the Cowboys over the Chargers in what should be a heck of a football game. Yeah, and uh, Tony Romo's going back to his holder duties. I don't know if you saw that. Ah, uh, that didn't work yesterday. so well last yeah, That's right. So we'll see. We'll see how that goes, but... Uh, yeah, I, I like the Chargers in that mm-hmm. matchup, so I'll, I think we're going different in that way. All right, there you go. It's uh, Beat the Smoes. You want to join us? You want to try to beat the Smoes? And again, if you do, you'll be in uh, at the end of the season in the drawing for a $100 cash giveaway. Play the game. It's just for fun. 888-463-6748. Again, you can email us at Mike2Guys at AOL.com. It's a football Friday. Brady Stiff joining the coach. Two guys and a mic. We'll take a quick break. Back with more.
time to get back to Two Guys and a Mic, your mid-morning break sports talk show. Once again, here's the coach, John Cohn. And we do welcome you back to TalkZone.com. Brady Stiff joining the coach here. It's a football Friday. Real quick, uh, just for a couple topics, we'll jump off the football beat. Brady, I know you're excited about, um, well, we've talked very, very little hockey. Yeah. Hockey? Hockey? I got hockey? the hocks and hockey. And Sorry. I got a piece of apple in my mouth. We came back from the break uh, sooner than we thought. Very little hockey. Here on the TalkZone.com, two guys in the mic particularly, <laughs> our Chicago Blackhawks. Yeah. Uh, obviously the most exciting team in Chicago right now, I think without a doubt. And did you watch the game the other night where Bufflin took the uh, the puck down the left side and scored? Didn't oh. watch the game, but uh, thoroughly enjoyed the highlight. Oh, fantastic. Fantastic. Love I loved his reaction, too. Big buff. Big buff. Um, they they play such a exciting style that it just makes me... By the way, if Big Buff and your dad hung out, we could all be in trouble. Can you imagine Big Buff <laughs> and Mr. Stiff having a couple at a bar? Oh, my gosh. Oh, goodness. Oh, my gosh. Um, yeah, but, you know, going to school in Indiana for four years, I didn't yep. get to watch a lot of uh, hockey, uh, a lot of Black Hawk hockey. Mm-hmm. And I was so excited to watch uh, the team this season because watching the end of last season, you know, they you know, with their playoff run and everything, and their potential to be an excellent team this year, and they really are an excellent team. They, they may be the best team in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Hockey is a awesome sport, and it's one that I don't get to watch often enough. You have to watch it live. You can't, you know, it, I hear it, that, and I... It, it's I, an okay sport to watch on TV. It's not a great radio sport. But if you go to a game live, you can really appreciate hockey. I agree with your last statement. I disagree, and I know most people agree with you because I hear it mm-hmm. all the time. But I watch on TV, and I got the worst eyes in the world. Uh huh. I mean, you could check out my glasses. I had glasses in second grade. Probably should have had glasses since birth. My eyes are terrible. <laughs> but I have no problem following the book. And again, I'm sure I'm in the minority here, but I thoroughly enjoy the game. Do you have HD TV? No. Really? Well, I, mean, I don't. I you know I do, but I don't use it. Right. Right. I haven't figured out all the HD stations. Uh-huh. And also hockey. Mm-hmm. I grew up listening to hockey on the yeah. radio. Yeah. So I, again, in the minority here, but i got to disagree with that. I think hockey on the radio with the proper announcer is outstanding. But uh, yeah, I hear what I you're think, saying. I think if you if you can understand hockey lingo yep. and you, you know what players are on what team, you can follow hockey on the radio. Yep. But for someone who you know doesn't know hockey lingo, you it's impossible to follow on the radio. Yeah. It's you know it's an okay TV sport, but like I said, I love to watch hockey live. I will go to a Wolves game, even though I don't yep. know anybody on the team. Yep. I will go to a Blackhawks game because, well, obviously the Hawks are great, but I will go to a hockey game because it's such a fun sport to watch live. And I think what you don't get on TV and radio are the sounds that you get live. You know, the the puck hitting the wood of the stick. The, the puck clanging off the post. You know, you don't get that on TV, mm-hmm. but you get that live. And player I think being checked into the glass. Right, right. If, if, have you ever sat on the glass and had a player checked up right against you? Yes. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. One time, and the Chicago Wolves, for those uh, listening outside the market, as you know, Brady, our show was being cast via the Internet. We're, to bi- seven we're, we're different... big in Siberia. I don't know if you knew no, about that. Dropping. 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 We were big early, but our ratings are falling off in Siberia, but we are... Being heard in seven different continents and also parts of Manitoba as well. All right, all right. Which many people up in Canada call the eighth continent. But uh, one time, the Wolves are our minor league hockey team here, right. AHL. Great entertainment. Mm-hmm. 
for about a fifth of the price. Yeah. When the Blackhawks were bad for many years, we'd go once or twice a season. Still yeah. do. Yeah. Thoroughly enjoyable. One time, I splurged and, and uh, brought the wife and kids, and we bought first row seats. And you are right. That is so cool. Oh, my gosh. I, I mean, I, I sat uh, last year at a game. Uh, there was a job fair there, and I, we, a free ticket was included. Mm-hmm. And you sat. Oh, were they looking for a right wing? <laughs> maybe. <laughs> sat right behind the goal, and uh, <laughs> they were warming up before the game. This guy ripped off a slap shot, went high, hit off the glass, and I swear the puck was coming right at me. Yeah. And I, I flinched, even though there's plexiglass there. Mm-hmm. But it's just so cool how the action is right there, and you can literally be this close mm-hmm. to. A guy getting checked into the boards. Not a bad idea, by the way. The concept of the job fair. Yeah. White Sox could hold a job fair for uh, leadoff hitter left fielders. <laughs> yeah. Chicago could, Bulls could hold a job fair for, for a low post scorer, maybe a coach. <laughs> yeah. I like that. You never know who's going to show up at a job fair. Right. That's right. Huh. Uh, all right. So Blackhawk Hockey. I, by the way, it's funny you mentioned that because we didn't talk before the show. I was running late today. I apologize. Came in about two minutes before. I, I thought I was going to have to go solo for a while. It was almost going to be the Brady Stiff show. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I wasn't prepared. I was going to be uh, kind of like yeah. uh, kind of like Garth in Wayne's World when when Wayne gets kicked off the show. <laughs> <laughs> you would have done just fine. And one of these days, we're going to give you a solo shot. I think All Brady, right. Brady Stiff can uh, handle himself more than well. But I'm uh, for the first time in thirty plus years going to get to go to a, a Chicago Blackhawk game this weekend. Good, good. Who are they yeah. playing this weekend? Tampa Bay, the Lightning. The Couldn't Lightning. tell you one player on the Tampa Bay Lightning. <laughs> Neither could I. But I'm extremely honestly. excited about going. I've never. I used to go regularly back yeah. then. I'm an old guy. Back in the original six days, my dad would take me to the game, Chicago uh-huh. State. It's been over, probably since I was 20 years old, over 30 years. Wow. You know, I was watching the game the other night, the beginning of the game, and what I what I like about what they do on Comcast is they show the national anthem and Jim Cornelison. Yep. And my mom did not understand the tradition of, yeah. you know, cheering to the national anthem. She thought it was disrespectful. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that, no, that's tradition. You know, would you rather they boo the national anthem? Come on. This is Chicago tradition. My older teenage son is not a sports fan. Uh-huh. So last night, before he went to sleep, I, you know, told him, hey, don't forget we're going to the Hawks game Sunday. Uh-huh. And he's cool with that, even though he couldn't tell you a hockey puck from a soccer ball. But, you know, right. he'll come once in a while. So I explained to him, hey, we got to get there early because the national anthem is one of the coolest things about the whole yeah. game. And he looked at me like, what are you <laughs> talking, you know, for a high school kid, the national anthem. Right, he, yeah. Like your mom, completely mis- could not comprehend the concept of the cheering during the national anthem. Right. I tried to explain it. You almost and, can't explain it, though. And I, I'm too young to know, like, how that started, when it started, but mm-hmm. it's such an awesome tradition. And Jim Cornelis and the guy who sings it gets such mm-hmm. a kick out of it, too. And you can just see how much he loves doing it every time he does it. When did it start? I'm ashamed to say I can't remember this now. It wasn't after 9-11. It was an earlier. No, no, no. It was, it was, there was back a, in the days um, of the stadium. It wasn't, was it after JFK? No. There was some incident. Listeners, help us on here. I, I'm embarrassed. I should know this. Was it during maybe there, Vietnam? Possible. There was some incident of significance... And I remember they did the national anthem that day, and the, can, the fans just started... Cheering a little bit, and it got louder, and it got louder. Wayne Mesmer, I know that, uh, was the well, he's guy singing the National too. Anthem. Oh, he's unbelievable. Who's the new guy, Jim Cornelius? Jim Cornelison, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's Who's he's really good. Very good, too. But Wayne Mesmer's the guy who yeah. started the tradition, but it did have to happen after a significant event, and it wasn't planned. Right. Like the truly great things was one of these just spur-of-the-moment things that became a great tradition. Yeah. And it, it's, it's really cool to watch, and I can't wait to go to a game to actually experience it, because I have mm-hmm. not done it yet but uh whether i go as 
you know, a, a member of the media or go as a fan, you know, mm-hmm. I, I want to go and experience that because that's uh, really cool. If my older son bows out, I'll give you a call. All right. You could join the Cone family in Mass, and uh, they can all be asking, there who the hell's the guy you brought, Dad? <laughs> who is this annoying He's guy? He's that stiff on the radio. <laughs> 888-463-6748. You want to check in? Love to hear from you. TalkZone.com. Two guys in a mic with you up until 11 o'clock. Hockey action. We also, uh, real quick on the college football front this weekend, Army-Navy, great traditional game and That's right, yeah. The awarding of the Heisman Trophy That's this weekend. That's right, yeah. It's one of the first years in a long time that I can remember that no one has any idea who's going to win on Saturday. Yeah. You know, last year it was, you know, it was probably going to be Bradford. We knew that. You know, Reggie Bush, Matt Leinart, Carson Palmer before that, Jason White. But this year you've got, you can make a case for any one of the five candidates that are going to New York. Mm-hmm. You know, and, you know, Colt McCoy was the guy I picked before the season to win the Heisman. And some say he lost it by the way he played against Nebraska last Saturday. And, yeah, he, he didn't play great, but he led them on a game-winning drive, although he almost uh, he almost lost that. Yeah, but, I wouldn't <laughs> say he led them on a game-winning drive. They kicked it out of bounds, so they got the ball at the 40. Yeah, yeah, he that's true. He threw one really nice pass that the guy was brought down by a uh, horse, collar, yeah. po- horse collar penalty. So it really was one pass. And then, and then he almost uh, he almost iced or not iced it, but uh, he almost uh, gave the game away by not properly managing the clock. Mm-hmm. You know, throwing the ball out of bounds, not uh, not almost almost not stopping the clock in time. He's had a had a phenomenal career, Heisman Trophy. David Olson, our producer, doing a little research on the other side of the glass. Okay, I got an update on the Chicago Blackhawks national anthem. Thank you. An update. Uh, the tradition began in 1985 wow. Oh, wow. during the conference finals against Edmonton. After dropping the first two games of the series on the road, Hawks fans entered Chicago Stadium on May 9th fully energized and ready to help their team get back into the series. The crowd was so excited they cheered all the way through the national anthem and the tradition stuck. Huh. Is, so, that, is that Wikipedia you got there? That's from NHL.com. Oh, okay. All right. All right. So it was not any American historical event. Nope. Okay. You could call it, you could call it that if you're a mm-hmm. huge Blackhawks fan, an American historical event. David, any chance you could sing the national anthem for us? Uh, not today, coach. I right, just thought I <laughs> thought I'd take a shot at it. Try try for Monday. Monday, have it ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the Heisman Trophy, one of the highlights of the weekend, and and uh, you are very, you're absolutely correct. There's no one, a lot of really good players, right. but I can't remember a year when there hasn't been one standout guy. I think Colt McCoy with a good game would have wrapped it up. Right. I think Mark Ingram, and I've watched about uh, 2% of Mark Ingram play this year, yeah. so I can't, but I just think because of Alabama beating Florida so bad, it, almost by default, Mark Ingram... Yeah. Probably your winner, but there's yeah. no clear-cut choice. Right, and I, I think one guy who isn't going to win it that is in New York is Tim Tebow. I don't think he's had a spectacular season. I mean, he had to yep. pretty much beat what he did two years ago, and he didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Toby Gerhardt was hurt by the fact that he didn't play last week, uh, and not a lot of people got to see him play because mm-hmm. he's out at Stanford. You know, How about how, how about Adewale Sue? Who? Ndamukong Sue? I can't pronounce that. I'm going with Adewale. Adewale? Adewale. Yeah. What's his actual name? Ndamukong. Oh, boy. Ndamukong, yeah. He's um, one heck of a player. He is one heck of a player, but I, I can't help but think that he's uh, not a one-hit wonder, but you know, uh, a lot of people saw that game against um, Texas and yep. said, you know, wow, this guy's fantastic. And I'm sure he's a great player, but I don't know if enough people mm-hmm. saw the... Um, 
the bulk of his season. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I think it's going to come down to McCoy and Ingram. Yep. Yeah. I like what announcer Brett Musburger said. And by the way, Brett Musburger, I don't know if he's in his 60s, oh. maybe even his early 70s. He's been announcing 30, 40 years. He is still an outstanding announcer. Yeah. And I believe doing that game late in the game, he said that might be in his 30-something years of announcing the best individual defensive game he's ever yeah, seen I mean, a the player guy have. was all over the place. All over the place. So I, out of Wale Sue. Out of Wale Sue. Out of, n- <laughs> now, you got, now you got me, coach. Now you got me. And Domican Adewale Sue. God bless you. <laughs> yeah. Hope it's not contagious. <laughs> all right. So we got all that for you. And real quick, uh, your thoughts, Brady. You're a young guy, but Army, Navy. And I know, uh, David, it's too bad Joel Radwanski's not here, my partner, uh, the big dog. Because he, honestly, and he's a football jock. Mm-hmm. He's a Brian Urlock or lookalike. He's one of these football guys. But he gets teary-eyed. He honestly does. He gets teary-eyed when he talks about Army versus Navy. He says it's the most underrated sporting event all year long. It's a great mm-hmm. game. He encourages everybody to watch it, not just for the football, but for the meaning of the game, pregame, mid-game festivities. Mm-hmm. Uh, Army-Navy is this weekend a special game. Yeah, and uh, I wish I knew more about these teams, knew more about this game. I wish these two teams were better. You know, Well, Navy's pretty good. Well, they beat Notre Dame. I know they beat a bunch of teams this year. Yeah, and uh, their their offense is incredibly tough to stop. The triple option going back to the old days of football. Uh, but I, I wish Army would get back to some national uh, relevance because they used to be you know national champion contenders every year back in the was it the forties the fifties. Uh, so I wish that I wish this game would get back to having some uh, not necessarily title implications, but you know some some more meaning so that it could get more coverage, mm-hmm. you know. It's still Army-Navy. It's still a special game, but I wish, you know, these teams would get back to national mm-hmm. relevance. They still get after it, though. Oh, yeah. There's great oh, competitiveness, yeah. and I know Army's well, they won a couple of games early. They've lost like seven in a row, I think. Yeah, But like the that. old expression, one of the oldest in sports, throw out the records. Yeah. You truly can in this game because right. there's such passion between those two schools, between the two uh, teams, the cadets, the military guys, the uh, uh, great atmosphere – Great competitiveness, Army Navy. One thirty tomorrow, CBS. We encourage everybody have your kids watch it. Yeah, it's a great learning experience. Tune in for the pregame. Mm-hmm. They always do a really cool pregame special. Make sure you stick around for halftime. It's a game, but it's also a learning experience. Right. <coughs> you right. right there. Uh, barely. Got <laughs> choked up myself in honor of the big dog here. Football Friday. Eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. Couple of minutes left on the show. Let's return to beat the Schmoes real quick, Brady. You and your uh, beat the Schmoes picks. You picked. Help me out here. I had oh, Green Bay. Green Bay. Cincinnati and Philadelphia. That's right. Three powerhouse ball clubs. Yep. Philadelphia over the Giants. Good game. AFC East or NFC East. NFC East. Yeah. What do we got? Dallas and Philadelphia at eight and no. Yeah, eight and four. Yeah, yeah. And the Giants at seven and five. Right. Yeah, it's it's crowded up top of the uh, NFC East there. Mm-hmm. I, I think I picked the Eagles to win that division at the beginning of the year, and it's I mean, obviously it still could happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they've got to they've got to put a complete football game together, I think, to beat the Giants, and I, I think they can. Must game for the New York Giants too, going down to seven and six, probably yeah. puts them out of the playoff picture. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think what's hurt them is you know Eli doesn't have that big target in Plexico anymore. I mean, he's in jail. Mm-hmm. So I mean, he is open. Yeah, he's open, but uh there's bars in the way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. By the way, I do think that is a sidelight. Not cool making a joke about someone's adversity, but uh the, the fact that he's serving 2 years in jail. Yeah. Is pretty ridiculous. Yeah, and I think we talked about this the last time I was on, but um 
Yeah, I, I think it's a shame that New York wanted to make such an example of him that yeah. he has to go to jail for two years yeah. for, you know, and I, I, I too feel bad for him because I don't, I truly believe he wasn't intending yeah. to use that gun on anybody uh, yeah, he, that it night. Was a, he was, you know, it was a dumb mistake. Move. Dumb. Not a smart move, but he didn't shoot anybody. Himself. Except himself. Right. <laughs> you know, he brings a gun into a bar, a heavy fine. You know what? 30 days, if you want to go 30 days in jail. Yeah. Even that's pretty heavy, but okay. Yeah. You want to make a point, but two years? Yeah. And For I, just putting, where was the gun? In his sock? Uh, Well, he had it in his sweatpants, and I don't think, he said he didn't have a holster, so it was probably just, just in the band in his of his sweatpants. sweatpants. Yeah. Boy, not, not, wait not a smart. In the band of his sweatpants? Yeah. With yeah. the point part pointed down? Yeah. And the gun didn't have a safety, if I remember correctly. <sighs> Yeah, that, not, that'd be a little bit too close to a few other body parts. Yeah, I, 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 I can't believe that he would have done that. Loose yeah. fitting sweatpants, gun pointed down. Yeah, no. Yeah, I hope that's not the case. Because <laughs> if that's the case, he should be serving two years in jail. Yeah. No, all kidding aside, though, I think that, that that's completely ridiculous. Hopefully, he gets off. I'm not yeah. a Plaxico Burris fan, but uh, he's for an that extremely talented receiver. Yep. You know, but before all this went down, I was I was hoping the Bears would you know open up the, the checkbook and make a run because. He's an outstanding receiver mm-hmm. when he when he's on the field. Mm-hmm. So I, it's a shame, but uh, it is what it is, I guess. All right. You want to make your football picks? Try to beat uh, guest Schmo today, Brady Stiff. You can do it at eight 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 four six three six seven four eight. If you're joining us late, any three football games, high school, college, or pro, pick them against the point spread. If you beat the Schmoes, and don't forget a tie, it's like Vegas. Tie goes to the dealers. Tie goes to the Schmoes. Yes. But if you beat the Schmoes, you get a $100 cash prize. You're in the drawing for that, I should say. You can also email your picks in at Mike2Guys, M-I-C number two, Mike2Guys at AOL.com. Brady, only a couple of minutes left. We appreciate you making the long trek in from. Where did you make the long trek in from? Rolling Meadows. And I hit every red light on the way here. Rolling Meadows. Yeah. Yeah. Right down 14. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I really did hit every red light. And uh, it's a little frustrating going through downtown displays because there's a light every 10 feet. Mm-hmm. But uh, we made it. We made downtown displays, by the way. Whoever laid out downtown displays, uh-huh. it's a suburb, north suburb folks of the Chicago area, but it's um, a fine community, wonderful people. Uh-huh. But whoever laid out the road work that is downtown displays was either A, sadistic, or B, extremely infantile in their uh <laughs> Schematics. They were not looking towards the future. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean you, you can get lost for like half a day. Oh, yeah. On the four blocks that are downtown displays. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it, way you want to go, it's one way or the other way. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 whenever I drive through there, I just stay on 14. and I'm, yeah. I'm Well, that's not so easy, though, because 14. No. Yeah. Doesn't ex- it's not exactly a straight. Right. Shoot. That's true. That's true. Yeah. When, when, well, once you get out of downtown displays, though, then it you know kind of winds around a little bit. Mm-hmm. But through downtown displays, it's pretty much straight. Remember, but, just outside uh, Chicago is a place called Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes, you know, when I was younger, I used to think that Illinois stopped once Chicago stopped. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, there's really nothing else in the state mm-hmm. un- unless you go down to Springfield or Champaign or something. But, mm-hmm. I mean, the rest is just corn. Yep. The, <laughs> if you take the drive from Chicago to Champaign, oh, it's boring. bring some good reading material. Seriously. Because the cornfields are nice at first. Yeah, well, the first the, one is. The Kmart, by the way, in Kankakee, the halfway point, uh-huh. is always exciting. Oh, yes. It's probably it's probably that town's epicenter yes. uh, of what they do on a Friday well, night. You just, you just know when you hit the Kmart <laughs> that you're halfway to Champaign. It's very exciting. Boring! <laughs> <laughs> and you mentioned you're from the fine town of Rolling Meadows. That's Those right. of us... Uh, those are the listeners outside the Chicago area. I think, oh boy, 
Rolling Meadows, what a lovely country town that sounds like. Oh, it's great. It's uh, The name is great. I don't think there's a single meadow in Rolling Meadows, Yeah, though. exactly. That's, <laughs> that's kind of the point I was Although trying there, to make. There was when they, uh, when they settled the town yes. back in the 50s, but now... Now it's a lot of houses and yes. schools and all that. But, but it sounds beautiful. Oh, Holy it sounds meadows. beautiful. But it, it really is a nice place to uh-huh. nice place to live. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. Well, Brady, we appreciate you coming well, in today. You, Great Coach. job. We hope to get you back. And uh, I guarantee one of the days when I'm not here, you're going solo, folks. It'll all be the right. Brady Stiff Show. Bring in, and bring in the lefty. I'll be like, uh, who was the first baseman? Wally Pip? Yeah. Yeah. Who left his job for Lou Gehrig, and Lou Gehrig played the next 2,000 yeah. games? Yeah. <laughs> You'll take my seat, and I'll never get it back. David Olson, our producer, great job today all week long. Our commander-in-chief, the general manager, Chris Whitting, great job as always. Uh, we appreciate everybody out there listening. Have a tremendous weekend. Say goodnight, Brady. Good night, folks. Have a good weekend. Oh, say goodnight, Brady. <laughs>